Welcome once again, listeners, and this is Faith Rest. Last time, our heroes began the chase. Would anyone like to go over what happened? All the things happened? Uh, well, um, Yulby opened the door and got a pet, mm-hmm. and... Callie learned how to activate hot rod mode on the ship and Sig mostly yelled at people. Sig is falling back into his uh, old days of being a commander. Um, And then we oh yeah we learned that we had to play tag and we caught up to the uh to the Pegasus winged horse spirit. Rainbow thing. horse. We also learned that spirits don't poop. Yes. Not everyone. <laughs> you hear that, kid? So if someone tells you that everyone poops, it's not true. <laughs> I like to be. Cl- I like to clarify for the parents out there. Let their kids listen to this. First of all, shame on you. <laughs> Second of all. Um, this is a fantasy setting, and in real life, practically everything poops. So, <laughs> we're okay. Now hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're not that bad to say shame on you, but we will strongly suggest that you might want to also be listening as a parent to say that. Yeah, it's maybe okay. keep it at like PG thirteen at the minimum, especially the one episode. You know which one I'm talking about. I don't have to elaborate. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. The one where we learned to never go right. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right. And we will pick up just where we left off. As you have gained ground on this massive Pegasus. He has yet to notice that you have caught up to it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is, if you had a, a harpoon gun or a grappling hook or something, you could probably catch it. How at far this point. away is it exactly? But this ship does not have any of those. Uh, I'm going to say it's about 90 feet in front of the ship. It's huge. Big old dragon like pegasus. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and try plan A. Plan A. What does that entail? Yeah, I'm going to try plan A, and then if that fails, we can try Yulby's treats thing and see if that works. Um, cool. I'm going to open my wings, um, and I'm going to wait until we get just a little bit closer. Like I'm going to move to the front of the ship so I can be close, and then wait till we get just a little bit closer. I need it to be within 60 feet, and I'm going to cast a spell. Uh, telekinesis. It's a fifth level spell. And I need it to make a strength check, please. Can I add to this spell malarkey to hopefully encourage the spell of uh, Callie to be more effective? Uh, you can do that. So I would like to uh, upcast to the uh, fifth level fusion. Fusion. Okay. (laughs) What does that roll require? That is a wisdom saving throw of 15. Uh, What was the roll that needed to be done for the telekinesis? Strength. I can tell you right now, I don't don't think... um, Either of these rolls pass either of those. As the highest number total with its modifiers is an 11. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Um, well, it was a contested roll for me, but I got a nat 20 on mine, so, you know, that's it's convenient to have a nat 20 now, but could have used it earlier. <laughs> it's fine. Um, So, telekinesis. When you're when you're targeting a creature, 
you can try to move a huge or smaller creature, and you said it's adult dragon size, so it's huge. Uh, make an ability check with your spellcasting ability, which I rolled an at 20, which is definitely higher than an 11. Contested by the creature's strength check. It says if you win the contest, you can move the creature up to 30 feet in any direction, including upward, but not beyond the range of this spell. Since I'm right at the edge of the range of this spell, I'm just going to hold it still because our ship is about to catch up to it. Um, and my spell. <laughs> until the end of your next turn, the creature is restrained. Right. On subsequent rounds, I can use my action to attempt to maintain my telekinetic grip, but we have to repeat the contest. So they can repeat the contest every round. Um. So, my spell. Uh, salts twist the creature's mind, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere at 90 feet range. I just cast it at the front of this thing. Um, they need to pass the... Need to take a wisdom save throw. Uh, it, when affected every turn, because concentration, is a d10 roll to see what they do in their confusion for their actions. Alright. Do you want me to roll a d10 or do you want to roll a d10? I can roll a d10, I guess. Because I will leave that one up to you. Spirit Force heard it <laughs> Well, I thought about using my other spell, which probably would have been smarter, but uh, we're going to use this one instead. So I have a D10 out, so... Uh... this works is if it trying to make him run away you well can't. I'd like to do a cool thing afterwards alright <laughs> well, I'm just waiting for all the spells to well, spell <laughs> so my my roll is an 8 so um, it would use its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach if no creature is within its reach it does nothing on its turn In any direction, or just within its sight range? It says within its within its attack reach. Okay. Now the ship is close enough to be attacked, so that's it's a, not a creature. Oh, it's not a creature, is it? But it doesn't. It can't do anything. <laughs> Well, I do get until the end of my next round before they can contest this thing again. So, I'm hoping that the ship, since it was moving so fast, has moved up that 60 feet by the end of the next round. We will see how that works after you'll be desperate. Hey, sorry. Oh, it's also a fun thing on my, my spell. It, it removes its ability to use reactions. I didn't mean to skip in front of you. You'll be sorry. Excited. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, it, it mine's either going to be a reaction or something of the sort. I need to make sure how does a long jump work? Yeah, like uh, like actual. I'm gonna run at least ten feet and jump. So the thing with this is the ship. Is moving faster currently than yes. the horse. Okay, then I will ignore that. And I would like to, uh, upon reaction, when the horse is, I guess, like the back flank of the horse, yeah, is within 30 feet of the edge of the ship where you'll be, will be standing, I would like to misty step. On its back, please and thank you. <clears throat> oh, I forgot you could do that. <laughs> and yeah, the ship begins to creep its way closer and pulls itself into that range, and it's between thirty and twenty or thirty and fifteen feet now away from this thing. Wonderful. Because what I wanted to do when the ship got closer was also jump ship. Which is why I opened my wings first. 
<laughs> so, I'm gonna be joining shortly after Yolby does. <laughs> You're gonna jump off of a ship going faster than a dragon with your wings open. You're gonna get caught. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you wanna do that? I'm telling you this right now. I don't care if you do. I'm just asking. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can hear the gears turning. Good point. <laughs> hmm. I feel like it's kind of like jumping out of a moving car. More like a moving train. And then you just kind of be like, wee, <laughs> go back. <laughs> or opening a parachute in a wind tunnel. Yeah. I won't jump off the ship. I'll let you'll be have this one. It's fine. Uh, in that case. I mean, if that's something Callie would do, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. No, know, you have a good point. Because I kind of didn't consider the relative speed here. Anyway. Um. Gonna instead. use that wind to my advantage a little bit and allow myself to remove to, or to return to the helm very quickly um and then get the ship to slow and turn so it's like essentially cutting right in front of where the horse is if I can uh, you're gonna try to cut it yes. off well it's currently still stuck but I don't want to get so far away from it that I can no longer maintain the spell <clears throat> And, uh, you'll be Misty Steps onto the horse. This thing is a lot bigger than you thought it was when you jumped over here. Yep, yep. I, I, my plan is, I guess, run up the back and be like, alright, time to grab the hair so I can figure out how to ride a giant ass horse. <laughs> I can tell you now, it is about to contest that telekinesis. Uh, is that a reaction? No, it is its turn. Well, it needs to, on its turn for an action, roll the d10 for the confusion. Yep. Confusion. Yay, it's a two. It's a two? So, doesn't move, doesn't take actions on this turn. God damn it. Well, you can't contest that this well, turn. So you have actually, another turn there. According, I feel. Hmm, well, actually, I'm no, just kidding. Um, according to the text of the spell, the contest would happen on my turn, not theirs. Because I have to contest ah. it. I have to use my action to contest it to maintain it for another round. Okay, that makes more sense. He can't move. He's not doing anything. He's kind of floating in the air, motionless. Yeah, and at the end of its turns, it contests my confusion. Contests your beginning. Confusion. It's a roll for the confusion table. At the end, it contests. What we gotta do to get out of the confusion? Uh, Fifteen wisdom saving throw. It's seventeen. Okay. I bought one turn. One turn. Very good attack going on. Alright, he has ended his turn. There's nothing you can do. Um, so it is uh, up to the three of you to make your actions. Cool, my action's gonna be that contest. That contest. Okay. Strength contest. Ooh. That's an 11. Oh, it has a favorite number too! Again. <laughs> Mine is. <coughs> Math is hard sometimes. 23. It's still telekinetic. To be perfectly um, transparent, it is not quite a strength contest. It is my spellcasting ability contested by their strength. Uh. So, that's why I can roll a lot higher here, because Kelly's not strong. But she is magic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Literally pure magic, because that's what dragons are. Strong magic. 
Alright, so what are Sig and you'll be doing? Well, like I said, she's going to run up their back and I guess try to sit at the base of their neck and hold the hair. They're like, I'm pretty sure I won this game of tag! <laughs> um, let's see. Broke that spell. So I think Sig is going to. Re I'm, I think he's going to ready another spell. So if this thing moves, I'm going to ready a spell for it to uh, to go off if it or to, for me to send at it if it moves. And oh, with th fun things are about to happen. So it is its turn. Now remember, this is a big old elemental spirit. Mm -hmm. He has abilities, specifically because he is the luck spirit. Tell her not about the like. One. And. This is what one. <laughs> yes. We did. And you're going to hear, now all of you hear this, but he's talking to Yulby, because Yulby is on his back. And he says, <laughs> Good job, youngling. Good job, youngling. But are you ready to go on a ride? Because not many can hold on tight enough. Let's try! <laughs> and he this pulse of like rainbow colored light emanates from him and Callie you feel that spell break sounds about right I like forcefully broke I feel like considering what the spirit said she's gonna I'll let that like I, I know that it was forcefully broken but she's like <laughs> okay this is the next phase of the test I'm gonna it's fine <laughs> And he flaps his wings once, and then twice, and then as fast as this ship is going, you can no longer see this horse. And you'll be, make a dexterity save with disadvantage. Because there is no way to hold on with this thing's hair. Okay. <laughs> I don't think my spell's gonna connect if it moves that fast. <laughs> That's an eight. I have an a question. Eight. Yes. Now that I see my rule. <laughs> Is it possible that I can use my lucky coin? <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> okay. So just a normal roll? Okay. It's a normal roll. Wanted to use my other roll, but how about how about a how about a twenty-one? Twenty-one. I'm gonna say this: you almost come off this thing's back. It takes off. You you you're not around its neck no more. You grabbed a hold of its tail. You're hanging on to its tail here. As this thing is just flying at a speed you have never been at. You never even dreamed of going in your entire life. Uh -huh. You can't hear nothing. You can't keep your eyes open. The wind is blowing past you so fast. It's everything you can to stay holding on to this thing's tail. I'm pretty sure I lost that pangolin baby. Unless <laughs> <laughs> um. they snuggle. Okay. No, you're fine. <laughs> Okay, it's looked inside your armor. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if you can roll into a ball, so, so, <laughs> so um, my spell range that I was holding has a range of 120 feet. If it's able to uh, if catch this thing as it bolts, you get it off just as it goes to bolt. I will say yes. I mean, that was his intention yes. as soon as it would move. You, as soon as the wings would flap, you would have catch this thing. You, you had it. You, you had the ability to do this, yes. So it doesn't make a wisdom saving throw again. Okay. That's a nine. 
but it failed the wisdom saving throw. <laughs> uh, that was uh, hypnotic pattern. Oh god, what does that one do? <laughs> uh, that's the one that uh, a thirty foot cube. Uh, so the it, okay, hold on. So it's a thirty foot cube. That's one hundred twenty feet, so I can cast it far enough in front of its face. It's basically right in front of its, out in front of its face. Um, whatever sees this, it's a bunch of lights weaving through the air. And on a failed save, they become charmed for the duration. While charmed, they're incapacitated and have a movement speed of zero. All right, well, this thing cannot be incapacitated. It can be held, but not incapacitated. So that is the thing. I just... I just, just love the idea of this big flap to like go really fast and like just kind of drops and goes slow and then gets out of the range and takes off. And um, it it's when it takes off, it's like you'll you'll notice that it's like kind of like a drunk person driving on the road. They're like swerving back and forth at first, and then they slowly correct themselves when they realize what they're doing. That's what happens. Uh, I I would I'd agree with you. you know, if it move that quickly it would probably be able to get out of the range just from that movement so but you'll be successfully held on uh, and what is Callie doing um I think I'm gonna have the ship start following just so we can pick you'll be up whatever she's done <laughs> <laughs> or catch me I'm not sure <laughs> I would like to say that I'm keeping my eyes on the airspace below us in case we come across a falling Yulby. I can do something about that. I think after a few minutes of bolting, this horse begins to slow down and realizes that Yulby is still attached to its tail. Oh good, I had some plans if I had to do anything else. <laughs> he says, you hear in your head, are you okay back there? I, uh, didn't lose you, did I? No, I'm, I'm like, I'm like a bug stuck in a spider web. There's a lot of hair. How does, <laughs> I, I, I only hear wind. <laughs> hear the laughing in your head <laughs> let us return to your ship I think I have had enough fun picking on you all <laughs> okay that sounds good <laughs> as he turns around and starts heading back to the ship he begins to shrink in size and you're able to climb back onto his back oh good I'm gonna try <laughs> <laughs> He's moving slow enough now. You I imagine it's like you know when you do your, um, like, like sprawled out, face down, like that's that's how she's going. It's like not even <laughs> properly riding. Like, oh boy, that was a lot. <laughs> when they get back, Yulby's hair is going to be the most frizzy. It's everywhere. <laughs> little pangolin baby. I bet all their little spikes will be poofed out when we get in. <laughs> he just rolls out of your armor and lays flat on the <laughs> deck. The thing that squirrels do when yeah. they fall out of the tree. It's just, nope, I'm not moving. <laughs> I, I brought a friend. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> That is the most fun I have had in centuries. No one's, only one other person's ever been able to hold on before. Who was that? The original owner of this ship. Is that why the ship can go so fast? Uh, I am the one who gave her the idea, yes. <laughs> I'm going to just hand out the treats to everybody that we made for the horse, as well as give it to the horse friend. 
horses happily eating the, the carrots. Its wings fold in and come to its back. So, you have played my game and held on tight. What is it I can do for the new the new crew of the Rainbow. We, uh, seek to make a pact with you. Yes. A pact? I'm assuming this is yeah. because of the volatile magic that has been happening in the world. Yes, I ate the egg. <laughs> that, he's, he goes that, like, you, you get the feeling he like, has that, like, real smut, that real okay then look on his face but he's a horse so you can't like that that's a thing that happened <laughs> um well that's a uh that's an interesting development uh but uh, do not think people understand the pecs all that much perhaps the person who sent you i'm assuming it is a very slightly knowledgeable dragonborn man. <laughs> That's one of the most apt descriptions I've heard of him. Mm -hmm. uh, so I am the only spirit that does not require a pact. All you need is my favor. Do we have it? shakes his wings a little bit and a, a rainbow colored feather drops to the ground you do now well, that was a merry jaunt a lot of that. fun though <laughs> I'm gonna pick up the feather and all you have to do is hold this feather and say my name and I shall be there whenever with whatever you need my name is Espiri Uh, you can call me Yulby. The godling is uh, Yulby, yes. There is, he sniffs, he sniffs Callie, dragon, and then he sniffs the, uh, I'll give two you a person, guess. Ce oh, celestial, and maybe some sort of mud dweller. Well, I mean, I found him in a cave. Well, I guess he found me in a cave. It's a long story. My name is Ihiliath, but you can call me Kelly. Ah. Majestic purple dragon. Well. Once a dragon, always a dragon. Over the mind's eye. I don't know, you could put your mind to it. You could be a majestic dragon again. That is what I've been told, but I have been maybe not in trying. Yeah, maybe not in body necessarily, but definitely in spirit. I certainly don't think I've lost the draconic spirit. <laughs> So, with a draconic spirit, and all the stories, they they hold stuff. Like, that's that's their stuff. I don't think I've ever seen you collect things. Are you sure you have the draconic spirit? Or are the stories wrong? Do you, do you not have a horde, young dragon? She frowns, kind of scowls. <laughs> Jeez, guys, way to call me out. <laughs> I do. But it isn't here. It's attempting to uh, 
supplement my hoard is part of what got me into this whole mess, so I've been attempting to keep it aside for now. Well, there it is. Asperi says you need to have a dra draconic spirit, and then you, you put your draconic spirit to the side. I solved it! <laughs> Getting distracted is how this whole mess started. Don't you think focus would be more beneficial? We are focused. Look, we made a friend. Well, if you insist, then uh, I'll indulge at the next opportunity. See? Just that easy. It is always good to go back to basics every now and then and remember what makes you but if you are all out of tasty treats and no longer require me I shall return to the skies we'll call you soon once we figure out where to go after this <laughs> Should you not return to the portly gatekeeper? Callie said that the door was kind of somewhat broken. That's He's currently missing. That's yeah, it came a came a foul of uh, well, possibly came a foul of Leviathan and the older gods. Perhaps, perhaps it would be a good start to return to his, his tavern and maybe look there. Who knows? I'm just, just a spirit. Mm. Well, any destination's better oh, than no destination. Oh, we should use the key in the door I found. See why not? Haha! <laughs> um, thank you, Aspira. Uh, we'll be going now, but I'm certain we'll be seeing you soon enough. He does a whinny, takes to the sky, and grows to back to the huge, gargantuan size that he was before. Actually, a little bit bigger. And he kind of just lazily flights, flies off into the distance. What do we do about the ship? I can change it back. Um, and... It's, it's, slow, it's slowly slowing down, but it's like hauling ass. <laughs> I can change it back, and uh, perhaps... Sig can speak to the crew about it. I don't know if we should trust them with it alone, but I guess Wilson is here. I don't know if we want to leave Wilson alone Should with this whole crew, but... Take it to the ground and drop everyone off? What if we just come back? We now have a flying ship. That's true, as long as we can figure out how to make the door come back here every time. Mm. I was taught a trick about that. Oh, well... And we could definitely drop them off somewhere and uh, take this off as our own. Or they can just run it while we're not here. Mm. It's probably not the best idea to leave self-confessed private uh, privateers and pirates uh, in control of a ship. Wilson overhears all this and kind of walks over. Or... 
you could leave me in charge as an officer, and since I'm the only other one here that knows how to work the ship, I don't think they can take it from me. Motions to Wilson. This is a plan. Because you don't mess with the ship's chef. <laughs> I suppose that's a fair enough point. Are you certain you'll be safe? Oh, I'll be safe or I'll poison their food. Huh? And he says that loud enough so that they hear him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to know that uh, that chefs on pirate ships are the same as chefs in a lot of barracks I've been in. Kelly gives Sig a concerned look. <laughs> hey, you never... You never mess with the people who cook the food. That's rule number one in any military outfit I've ever been around. I feel like that's just rule number one anywhere when you want food. <laughs> well, I mean, probably does expand everywhere, but definitely uh, situational. It's more... I guess maybe they have more importance in different situations because if you can go eat wherever you want to go eat you know the cook it's not necessarily as important but if they're the only cook within several miles you kind of have to uh, make sure they're happy with you or else you're not eating I suppose that's doubly true considering Wilson controls the food source too gesturing to his bag. <laughs> he pats yes. it with a smile. <laughs> Still does a squinty look at Wilson. What? Why are you looking at me like that? trapped on an island forever and you didn't have that. What are you talking about? I brought it with me. It was on my back. Mm. No, I'm kidding. I found it in the, sh the kitchen. I have no idea where it came from. I just know I had looking for food in the pantry and it was there. <laughs> okay. She'd still be giving the look. Be like, shrug it off, kind of grin. Be like, alright, should probably get to the door then. Alright, so I, you do remember that she does have a way to confirm whether or not it's Jack. Oh, she's not, not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go down to that door. As you're going down to the door, you hear Wilson up on the deck. All right, you maggots, get back to work. What have we done? I guess uh, Sig is gonna fix the uh, the feather in his hat, and then, well. Let's uh, go see this door. Oh, I'm going to go show him. Oh, so I found the door that kind of looked like the weird door from the thing. And instead of all the magic circles and stuff, it's now all pictures. Here, here, check it out. And then when they get there, she'll present it. Be like, ta-da! <laughs> and the, the pangolin spot is lit up. Hmm. Is there a spot for the box that Callie has? It's on the it's on the door. Okay. Awesome. So all of our gonna, all of our goodies are on the door. Uh -huh. Curiously, take out my box and see if it does anything. The uh, uh, the the spot lights up, and since it didn't change in appearance any at all, it looks exactly the way it does on the picture. Or the, the it looks exactly the way it does as you hold it. This is uh, removes 
you don't even have to, so you don't have to do that as you get closer that little jack-o'-lantern thing lights up and changes to the belt buckle hmm. well at least it keeps an active log so we know if uh, possibly if anybody's lost their things if it changes appearance although we had to be close to updated so maybe not go through this door and before you the only thing in this room the rest of the room is bare is this extremely fancy door I don't know think about the fanciest door you have ever seen in your life just dead center of the room not connected to any walls that seems rather extravagant it's cool isn't it Like, and it goes both ways, and you'll be able to push it one way, stand on this side and push it the other way, and then start batting the door in between <laughs> your hands both ways. It just swings mm -hmm. freely. Well, then I uh, believe Callie, you said you know how to mm -hmm. use the doors. I'm going to pull out her key, and... Uh, it on the door to try to open it to the tavern. Um, I remember what she was saying is she knows how to use the door out, but that's okay. Um, but she's gonna do the same thing here where she envisions the tavern yes. and wants to go to the tavern and kind of wills her, herself there. Well, yeah, and with your friend standing there, and you want to open this door, and it's really hard to push almost as if something's blocking it. And you push it, you push it and it opens you're in this you're in the tavern and it's dark and there are tables and chairs all over the place looks like there was a fight or something here a battle and you see a man a man, the same man you saw before just laying sprawled out on the countertop just heavily sighing over and over and over again. <sighs> Where is that old man? Get back here. Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. I just, uh, there's no magic. My other form is completely gone as of right now. Uh, my boss is missing for God knows how long. Um, and we've lost contact with several several worlds. Their doors no longer Do work. Do you have any idea where he might have gone? Um, last thing I remember was him going off to have a conversation with Leviathan. He told me to hold down the fort. Give me enough magic supply for four days. She like looks around at all the destruction. Just, well, I can see you've been doing a good job taking care of things. Oh, magic maintains all the furniture. But that doesn't mean you can't clean up a mess. I'm gonna just put the table back where it's supposed to go ish. <laughs> Start putting the chairs in. One of the legs falls off of huh? it. Huh? One of the legs falls off of it. Just kind of like jimmy it with like the leg sort of under it. It's fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just kind of dust it off like I didn't do that. Up <laughs> <laughs> oh, while you're here, I've got a full pantry. Make anything you want, so long as it doesn't require cooking. Because I don't have any fire right now. There is no coal in the damn place. Although I could use the chairs as kindling. Hmm. No, 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 no. I won't do that. Boss get mad if he ever goes back. I don't know that it would matter if magic spontaneously maintains them anyway. They would just come back, wouldn't they? Hmm. That sounds like a good test. Let's find out. He 
takes a chair and smashes it against the wall, picks up the pieces, walks into the I'm kitchen. I'm going to whisper to the other two, be like, I don't know if I like that he can talk. He was a lot nicer before. <laughs> I, it's, I think he's maybe at the end of his rope, so to speak. That's probably not a good analogy no. to make. He wasn't, he wasn't hanged when he died, right? Because that, that'd be rather insensitive. Uh, let's, let's not ask. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's mm-hmm. for the best, probably. You, you hear maniacal laughter in the kitchen. <laughs> burn, baby, burn! The longer we're with him, the more concerned I become about him. walks out. His, his clothes are all cleaned up. Straightened up his, his shirt. Got a rag on his hands. Clumping his hands. Alright. So, what can I get y'all? So, I have a question for you. Is there anything that you've really wanted to make for somebody that you haven't been able to say so? You know, we have this very rare, very high-end specialty dinosaur meat that the boss never lets me cook. So, does anyone want T-Rex steaks? Why not? That sounds like a good one. Hey, DM. Would we have any yes. idea what that is? Cool. Not a clue. I'm gonna pause and just <laughs> tell me what sort of creature it is first. All right, so it's an ancient giant gecko. <laughs> well, I don't. I suppose I don't have any. Uh, oh, oh, you, you, you're from Terra, right? You know those lizard chicken things yes. that y'all have yeah. there. Increase its size to the size of a four-story building. With tiny arms but it's and a big head. An intelligent creature, is it? No. Oh god, their brains are like the size of a walnut. Well then, yes, I'll try it. Why aren't you allowed to cook it? Because I will cook all of it. I'll have some. <laughs> All right, three T-Rex tail steaks coming up. Hear this guy whistling in the kitchen. Figured it might calm him down a little bit if we let him make something he's wanted to make for a long time. One can only drink, I suppose. About oh, 10, 15 minutes later, he brings out three ridiculously large steaks. They're like 64-ounce steaks. Sets, <laughs> sets each one in front of each of y'all. And there's like a heap of potatoes next to them on a separate plate. Alright. Three T-Rex steaks. They kind of look charred like they were flame-broiled. Mm. Adds to the flavor. You'll be able to eat it and also offer it to the pangolin friend because she has no idea what it eats. <laughs> um... Let's see, if I remember correctly, pangolins are bug eaters, so I don't think it would eat this. Bugs and potatoes. It'll eat the potatoes. It eats the potato like you when you when you see the squirrels chewing on like an acorn or something. That's how it eats the potato. Uh Could I have some more vegetables? Sure thing. Got a whole pot of them in there. Thank you. This. I may have made more than I needed. It's for them. Points to Doris. Ah, magic squirrel. Those things are very rare.
Yeah, we just met, so I don't know much about them. Uh, They're very cute, though. <laughs> Are you sure it's a squirrel? I'm not sure. It's got this like squirrel with armor, <laughs> like like an armadillo as well. But I will love Doris as Doris is. <laughs> It chirps and squeaks happily as it chews a potato. I don't know that pangolin chew, but that's a different... It's fine. They just have I this have long, no slithery idea. tongue like anteaters. <laughs> I don't know what they are. So, closer to a squirrel okay. than a pangolin. <laughs> <laughs> so... Just slurps down some potatoes. <laughs> I, like I don't like it. <laughs> so, we don't know where the gatekeeper is. Does he have an office? Uh, it's in the basement. Okay, I want to finish this, and then if you guys are down, go down. Um, I don't have a problem with it. It's... At least a heading. It's a next step. Uh, be leery of the doors in the basement. I'm pretty sure he has a mimic security system down there. Mm. Hmm. So stab the door first. If it works, it works. I would almost applaud the courage of a mimic after uh, smelling a dragon attempting to take a bite. Mimics aren't very bright. Good thing you're tasty. Ignorance beats fear every time. Conversation. Six started eating. <laughs> Ginormous take. <laughs> later, somewhere in the middle of the conversation, he switched back over to uh, Prince's body and continued to eat. That's <laughs> <laughs> why he's not participating in the conversation, he's just eating. Just enjoying this meat. <laughs> However long it takes you to finish these, if you actually finish the steaks, it all depends on your I characters. I think Kelly does eventually. I think noticing. I mean, I would hope that Kelly would be able to. Zug, Fritz, Sig, all all change up. Uh, Yobi would get the idea to try and invite Jack to try and help eat this as well. Because obviously, my, Doris cannot eat the meat with me. I've lost my potatoes. I've lost the potatoes. <laughs> That's a lot of potatoes for this little bitty squirrel. I don't know, they're magic. They could eat the entire thing. It's been offered. <laughs> this is fair. Yeah, you flip the coin. And Jack shows up. Uh, yes, you called. You want to eat with us? That's an odd request, but sure. This place looks like a hellhole. Eh, just a little bit. Magic is missing. And evidently, when your boss isn't there, well, you don't have to uh, attempt to tidy anything at all. Hey, <laughs> Wilson said you don't you don't mess with the chef. And I like I the <laughs> I the bartender. <laughs> She'll just smile at him a little bit. I think Fritz would uh, give a nod at that. And continue to eat. You all 
the four of you together finish these stakes. Technically five of you, because Fritz and Sig are two different people, but the same person. Two, two different people, same stomach, so I mean... They're hella full. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, just by anatomy alone, I think the only one that wouldn't be like ridiculously full would be Callie because of Dragon. Yeah. No, I split mine in half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 32 ounce steak is still pretty oh, big yeah. steak. <laughs> but I mean, you'll be likes to live her life on meat, potatoes, and bread. <laughs> that is fair. Valid. <laughs> hey, we finish and we uh, head downstairs. And you head to the basement, and this is where we will stop for the night. Dun, dun. Oh, nuts. Yeah, so, um, as we were talking about the, uh, the nice thing about uh, not messing with your. Uh, your food staff, um, as the original quote goes, don't fuck with the wait staff. <laughs> give us, uh, give us your thoughts, your stars, one star, mean star, five stars, best stars, and uh, your if your catcher of your choosing allows you to leave a message, please leave us a message to give us, uh, I don't know, some movie quotes to play with, maybe some information, pros cons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, do your own, do your own thing. This, this is this is another week where you can do your own thing. No specific instructions for reviews. Um, and well, after you're doing that, because some of those review platforms don't actually let you write anything, they only let you do stars, hop on over to Discord and write it there. Uh, we'd love to know what you liked, what you didn't like, what we need to change, or whatever silly jokes you would have done instead, whatever it is. Just come over and tell us. Oh, I, I have a set of directions. So what I'd like you to do is, hopefully if you're not driving, uh, pick up your phone. Uh, go on maybe like Twitter or Instagram and Facebook and just, just search up Fate's Rest. And make sure it's the podcast. I, I don't think there's anybody else out there just yet. But, you know, you just, just do a search. And click on it, and if you see our logo, it's blue, and it's got a, like a D20 sign. Just go and go and hit the follow button, or subscribe, or or whatever it is. Just just do it. Just click that button. Go. <laughs> and lastly, as always, I leave you with the topic of the week. And this week. I want to hear about those times in your campaigns. Or this doesn't have to be about your campaigns, but it will fit the theme of the episode. I want to hear about those times where you've come across that one person who is just fed up with everything. It's, it's, life's not going his way. Uh, he just does the most <laughs> ridiculous things ever. His boss is maybe a dick and he doesn't get to express himself properly. I don't know. I want to hear about that person because those are typically, as someone who used to work customer service, those are typically the funniest stories in my life. Kelly just can't life. contain her sass, okay? I don't know what to tell you. Oh. They told her to more, <laughs> indulge more. What do you want? And I... I, <laughs> I have another, uh, another side question to give for the topic uh -oh. here. After we heard... Uh, your cat in the background just constantly interrupting the entire uh, question. Yeah, I want to know <laughs> some fun moments where your or somebody else's pets have interrupted. I would also DVD. like to hear if anybody's kids interrupt because some kids say the darndest things. Yeah. <sighs> kids, pets, etc. That'd be good. Yeah. Old All grannies. I don't care. Right. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Just, so, some some <laughs> random bystander in either the house, like where they're at. Like somebody showed up and like just interrupted it. What what was the story there? Something funny would be great. Like there's the best one is the one I see online all the time. It's like this Curse of Strahd game. Every time the cat jumped on the table, that's when Strahd would show up to mess with the party. So the whole party starts giving the cat treats and a bunch of pets and everything else to keep it from jumping on the table for the whole game. Like something like that is just hilarious. 
It's fun. Let me know if you have any stories like that. Alright. And with that, as always, we love, we you. love you. Bye. 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 Bye.